This amazing experience is a place where you too can connect, discover, grow, and leave for God here at Common Bond Church. All right. Well, I wanted to quickly just share with you uh, uh, something about my week. And I had the opportunity to uh, play a little bit of golf. If anybody knows me, I'm not that good, but I'm trying to get out there and actually learn how to play. So thankful for a couple of friends, Joey, and and, uh, uh, for actually inviting me out uh, this week to actually play some golf. And uh, I was noticing as I was on the course and uh, in the club room that they had pictures of some great golfers and people who have played the sport. And I began to think to myself, you know, uh, why doesn't a lion play golf? You know, why doesn't a lion play golf? You know, and then, you know, because you think about it, you know, a tiger would, you know, a tiger would play golf. And so that became my question, you know, a tiger would. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Well, let me get let me get to the scripture. Let me do something that I know a little bit better than, than give a little couple of jokes. Every single year without failure, winter, spring, summer and fall always comes around, you know, and we're able to like discern the seasons of time uh, because of the weather and actually know what we're actually even supposed to wear or sometimes how we're actually supposed to live life. You know, if it gets cold. You know, I'll bring on like one of these trusty sweaters or you bring out your jacket and we'll cuddle around and make sure that we're actually warm. When it's in the summer, you know, we'll make sure that we have our T-shirts on and we'll make sure that the AC is on full blast because we can know and understand the season that we're in. You know, I, I mentioned those weather seasons and the discernment that actually happens in our life because today in many ways that we actually are living in a new season as well. You know, for some of us, it's called graduation season. You know, it's a season where many of us have actually are leaving one thing that we've spent a lot of time with, you know, particularly school and education, things of that nature. And now we're actually graduating. We're celebrating. We're actually uh, uh, filling up the accomplishments with our friends and our family. And, and everyone is congratulating us about the things that we're doing. And now we're moving on to the next step. And I want to begin to talk about seasons of life with us all today, because I I want us to understand that in many kind of ways, we could actually be in a graduation season or we can be in some kind of season that we actually don't know that we're in. And I wanted us to to understand and discern the seasons of our life uh, so that we can actually be in the place where God truly wants us. And what I mean by being in a place, I mean in our mind you know, in our spirit so that we know exactly where God desires us to be. And I'm going to do that by actually looking at the scripture that I just read in John chapter 12, beginning at verse 20. And I wanted us to to understand a season that Jesus Christ was in. You'll actually see that Jesus Christ didn't deal with a lot of individuals that weren't Jewish. You know, he actually chose his 12 disciples, you know, from the Jewish stock. He actually did a lot of the signs and wonders in front of the Jewish Pharisees and Sadducees so they can understand that he was truly the Messiah, truly the sent one who was actually supposed to come into their midst. And so but now something is happening that is different in these verses. In verse 20, it begins to say that some Greeks now approached him. 
you know, some Greeks now approached him and specifically verse 21 says they came to Philip uh, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee. And they asked him, sir, we wish to see Jesus. And then Philip told Andrew, cause this just wasn't really common. And Andrew and, and Philip went and actually told Jesus. And then Jesus actually said to them, the hour has come for the son of man to be glorified. You know, let me read that one more time because I I want you to see what I'm actually seeing in the scriptures, because Jesus Christ is actually saying that I can now understand that what I am doing is now different because the season has changed. I can actually discern the season and know that something is now different in my life because of what's happening on around me in the situation. And he says, the hour has come for the son of man to be glorified. And what's different, you know, about Jesus Christ in his sense is that he wasn't just supposed to be sent uh, for only the Jews to actually receive salvation. You know, Jesus Christ had a message that all the world will actually come and be reconciled to the father because of him, because of the fact that he was going to come into this earth. And he recognized that because the Greeks were now coming, he said, "Okay, now the mission is actually changing. You know, now the mission is actually getting to a place where God actually desires for me to actually be. And when I think about you know, that that part of it, I wanted to go back to agriculture. It's, it's very fascinating that God is using agriculture. And you'll see it, you know, in the next verse, in verse 24, he begins to say that unless a grain of wheat falls to the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it bears, uh, but if it dies, it bears much fruit. You know, he begins to use this agricultural language because he's trying to get us to understand the message. You know, he's trying to get them to understand something into the context. And one of the things I think that we can understand within the context of what Jesus Christ is saying is we understand seasons too. You know, we understand how seasons work. You know, I was thinking about the agricultural aspects and I know that wintertime is actually a season of rest. And, and let me maybe make sure that, that that's really clear. It's a season of rest that before you do anything, you know, there's an opportunity for us actually to know if the land is right, to know what we have in mind, to figure out what kind of seeds we're going to plant, what kind of crops that we actually want to actually be put into the land. You know, it's actually a season of preparation. That's what I would like to call the winter season. It's always a season of preparation. And then it actually goes into the next season, which is our sowing season, the season where you actually start to put your seed into the ground so that you can eventually actually receive a harvest. And then I've always told that in the summer is probably one of the hardest seasons for actually seed to actually begin to come up because you got to actually cultivate the land. You actually have to make sure that the conditions are right. You have to make sure that there's enough water, there's enough sunlight. You have to make sure that there are no contaminants that actually actually trying to destroy the seed that you have, have planted. And finally, you know, we get to a place where fall actually arrives and it becomes harvest season. You know, it becomes harvest season where we can actually pick out the fruit. We can actually pick out the grain. We can actually pick out what is actually necessary that we've actually planned for, that we've sown, and that we've actually cultivated to a place that we can actually now begin to receive that. Now, you might be asking me, I'm not a farmer. I'm a city boy. You know, what do I know about that? And you can see, I I don't know too much about it. I even almost got my seasons mixed up as I got started. But what I do know about those things is that it begins to show us that God is a God of seasons. You know, he's a God of seasons that enables us to know that 
different things happen in different season of life. And you can expect one thing to happen in one season of life if you're not actually in the right season. You know, you don't actually plant seeds in the winter. You don't actually plant seeds in the fall. You plant them during the sowing season, which is the spring. And, and I bring that to, to fruition and to the course, because when you actually think about this verse of scripture, and let me get back to the verse and so I can uh, tell you what Jesus Christ is doing so that it relates to you. When you think about your seasons of life, you think about his season of life. You know, he understood that at the beginning of the verse 11 chapters that are written, it wasn't the Greek season. You know, it wasn't the season of the Gentiles. It wasn't a time where he was actually supposed to be sowing faith into them so that they they could actually believe. You know, very first thing God said that he was going to do is actually he was going to come to his own people. You know, the Jewish nation, the one for over 4,000 years he had already built a relationship with. And he said, in those people, I'm going to show my miracles. I'm going to show my works. I'm going to let them know the things that I prophesied about, the things that I testified about in the scriptures are now coming to fulfillment because I am present. It was a season that God was actually doing at that time. But like I mentioned before, in verse 23, Jesus Christ is now saying the hour has come. The hour has come for the son of man to be glorified. And as he begins to say that season, he's beginning to shift and he's beginning to say, I am about to do a new thing. And I wanted us to to even think about that in our own life, you know, as we begin to look at this graduation season, because I think prophetically, you know, God actually wants us to understand and ask that important question that I asked you during our community time, which is what season of life are you in? You know, what season does God actually have you in? You know, oftentimes some people actually think that they're in harvest season when they actually might be in a season of rest. You know, sometimes people think that they are in a sowing season when they're actually supposed to be in a a season of actually harvest. And so it's really important to figure out where are you at and where has God placed you so that you can actually be and do exactly what God actually has for you in your life. Amen. Amen. Well, as, as I think about, you know, those seasons of life, what I, what I now wanted to, to think about is, is, is practically what could that look like? You know, I know that for the last year or so, you know, we've been talking about this pandemic and understanding that God had a purpose in it. You know, God had a, a reason why he actually gave us uh, this pandemic. And, and it looks like we are finally coming out of the pandemic with new news from the CDC, new news from the government saying that things are changing. Vaccinations are on the rise. Uh, the conditions of the COVID-19 virus are actually decreasing all across the land. You know, there are many helpful signs, you know, helping us to see that it is possibly a new season. But I wanted to remind us what season that we were in spiritually. You know, the season that we were in spiritually that God has actually given to most of us was probably a season of rest. You know, it was a season where God was able to take us from a job or take us from a situation that may have been overwhelming for us and enabled us to actually come at home and actually get some spiritual rest. You know, I know that that's one of the most important things that I took from the pandemic season is that God actually wanted me to rest. You know, God actually wanted me to see something new, to see something different in my life, to get some spiritual nourishment, to get some physical rest and to actually have my mind be cleared and renewed for what was coming. 
coming up next. And when I think about that, that's actually very much like that agriculture season that I mentioned. Agriculture season in the winter is a season of rest. It's a season of preparation. It's a season to know what God actually had for you. And because personally, I was able to discern that season, you know, I was actually able to be spiritually rested and spiritually in tune with God to actually get prepared for what was next. And we communicated that very often that it was a time for us to get into our prayer closets. It was a time for us actually to know and hear what God was saying. It was a time for us actually to uh, learn how to hear the word of God because he was ready to speak to us while we were resting. And so I pray that we've had that opportunity and now we can actually even look back and actually see how important it was because now we're actually in a new season. You know, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 19, I want to put that there for you so that you can read that as well. I, I prayed it, but I want to read it to us as well because it's such an important scripture that is important to our lives spiritually. In Isaiah chapter 43, verse 19, it says these words really quickly. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. You know, God is a God who is ready to do new things and new seasons of life for us. But he always asks us that question. Do you perceive it? You know, do you perceive that I'm actually ready to do a new thing in your life or are you still in the old season? You know, are you still in the old season? Because if you think about it, you know, imagine, you know, God was telling us that I've given you a great opportunity to rest. I've given you a great opportunity to spiritually actually come to me and actually get prepared for this next season of life. And you actually received it. You actually were able to uh, stay at home, you know, be safe health wise and, and actually begin to tune into God. But now God is saying it's time for a new season. But if you're still resting, if you're still just uh, trying to sit there and not actually go to the next season of life, God's saying that it's not that season anymore. It's now a new kind of season. And the opportunity for you is now to get up and actually walk into the next season of life. And that's what I want to share with us practically is that for many of us, it's time to actually move into a next season. You know, it's time for us actually to do new things. You know, I'm actually reminded of a man. Uh, that I actually look up to uh, very, very much. You know, he's a great inventor and his name is George Washington Carver. And, and one of the things that is significant about the life of George Washington Carver is that in America, he found a way to actually make sure that the southern crops of agriculture were actually working well. He invented or kind of discovered or uh, led out as a pioneer of the idea called crop rotation. And crop rotation simply means that, you know, for a season of time, you actually don't plant uh, the same kind of crops. You know, for example, he loved to plant sweet potatoes and he thought that sweet potatoes were great for the southern, southern agriculture. But he recognized if you kept planting the same seed over and over again, eventually the ground would actually wear out. Eventually, he you wouldn't get the same harvest and the same yield that you were getting in years prior because the ground was not actually responding in the same kind of way. And so what he actually learned to do and actually was a pioneer and led others to do was actually learn to rotate the crops. He wouldn't actually put uh, sweet potatoes in the same kind of area. He would actually 
rotate them in a separate area. Sometimes he would actually even give the land some rest itself so that it actually could recover. And for many of us, I'm using that example because God was giving us that season of rest. But he's also giving us crop rotation. He's also telling us, don't do things the same way that you actually used to do it before the pandemic arrived. I've actually given you that rest. I've given you the opportunity to actually learn and come to me spiritually so that now you can actually do something new. So now that you can actually do it in a whole different new way, in a separate way. Let me show you to it how it actually reads in the scriptures. Go back with me. In John chapter 12, and I want to read for us verse 24. In John chapter 12 and verse 24, it says these words, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it it remains alone. But if it dies, it actually bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. And again, he's using that agricultural language so that you can see a spiritual picture. You know, specifically, he's talking about his own self first. And so I wanted to let us know that he's actually saying that my season is now changing. You know, what you saw me do before is that you saw me not actually bring people to salvation, but the very first thing that you saw me do was to teach the word of God, to actually prophesy uh, the fulfillment that actually had come into the world. And you also saw me do the signs and miracles amongst all the land. He said, that was the season that I was in. But now a new season is coming where a grain of wheat must actually fall to the earth and die. And when that happens, it's a whole new season because now God is saying, I'm not just doing miracles, you know, for the sake of miracles so that people actually have Um, life in this world. But he said, now I'm actually giving eternal life. I'm actually giving people the opportunity to have the extension of the abundant life that I truly actually desire for them. And I'm actually telling you that the season is about to begin and he's now preparing for it. And then he actually gives us a clue in verse 25 where he says, whoever loves his life loses it. And whoever hates his life in this world will actually keep it for eternal life. And there's two things that I actually want to say there. I want to say what Jesus Christ is saying to us, you know, specifically in the scriptures. And then I want to relate it practically to what it actually means in this season of time that we're actually talking about. In verse 25, you know, when I think about this verse, you know, you can always ask that question, is God telling us that we're supposed to hate our life in this world? Yes and no. <laughs> I say yes and no is because if, if you love the world more than you love Jesus Christ, God is saying, that's what I actually want you to hate. But if you actually love Jesus Christ more than the world, God is saying, live a joyful life. Live a life that is fruitful in this world. Be kind, be generous, love other people just as you actually love me. But the whole key is what Christ is actually saying. It's now dependent upon you making me the priority and focus of your life. And I think that we all should know that. We all should make that a focus, but sometimes we've got to be reminded and we've got to say it over and over again. It's like, you know, am I making Christ Jesus the focus and the priority of my life? And, and am I actually doing things according to the way that actually God actually desires me to do them? And that's why it gets back into those seasons of life that actually we were talking about. Because when you think about, you know, seasons of life and not doing things things the way that we used to do them, when God gave us a beautiful jubilee season, you know, a season of rest, 
where we actually able to be recovered spiritually and physically and mentally. You know, God was actually saying, I'm actually giving you a new opportunity. I'm giving you opportunities to do things the way that I designed you to do them, the way that I've always created for you to do them. Now begin to do them. You know, now begin to do them. And I want to bring those who in who are just graduating uh, in their season of life. You are excited today. You know, you have your cap, you have your gown, uh, you are celebrating with your friends, you're celebrating with your family. You're at the peak of actually where you are at in your own life. But also God is now saying it's a new season for you. It's an opportunity for you actually to understand that you've got to start over again and actually do the things that are necessary to get to the next harvest, to get to the next graduation season. And so for many of us, what I wanted us to know and be able to understand is, is what is God specifically calling you to do? You know, what is God specifically saying is your purpose, the reason why you're in this earth? And because now it's it's a season possibly for many of us to get started in that exactly. You know, it's an opportunity for us actually to begin new. You know, that's sometimes called the sowing season where we begin to plant little seeds into the ground and, and being able to say, Lord, this is what I think that you're now attempting me to do. You know, I love the fact that I'm in this studio today. You know, the studio that had a vision and a dream to to make something happen media wise, you know, over the last couple of months. It's it's a it's a brand new studio just about, you know, it hasn't been in operation for a full year, but it's in that that sowing season, that season where you're able to sow in so that something at the end becomes greater than what you actually see today. And that's a season that we've all got to take the season that, that we're taking, you know, at Common Bond Church, we're doing new things in new different ways. We're doing crop rotation. You know, as we're mentioning today, we're on YouTube live instead of, you know, Zoom having our, our meetings there because we're actually doing something new. You know, we're meeting the first of every single month at I Pick Theater because we're actually doing something new. We're doing it in a way where God has actually crafted a vision, you know, for us over the last several months. And now it's time to plant the seeds into the ground so that it becomes the opportunity to receive what we're actually planting. And I'm asking you, you know, what's the season that God actually has for you? And before you can even answer that question, you've got to make sure that you were in the right season of being able to spend time with God, you know, to be able to commune with him. You know, time alone with God, you know, where he was able to nourish your heart, to heal you, uh, to 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 comfort you uh, where you needed some comfort, uh, to be able to reconcile some things in your mind that were unreconciled, uh, to be able to sort some things in your mind that were confusing to you, uh, to do some things where he needed to straighten you out so that you were ready for that next season. And I'll remind you, sometimes you might not quite be ready for that next season. So all of us might not be in the next so season, you might still be actually in the season of rest because God still has some healing for you to do. But I'm just saying to you all, like, it's really important to discern what God actually has for you because you actually want to actually be moving in the season of life that God actually wants you to actually be in. Let me read some more scripture for you. I want to read for us verse uh, 24 again, because it says these words, truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it actually bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it. And whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. I, I wanted to say this to the young and to the old and, and to those who are somewhere in the middle is that we all have seasons of life. 
You know, we all have seasons where where God is actually speaking to us, preparing for us, you know, expecting us to go out and actually begin a new work in him to do something. A season where we're actually cultivating, trying to work things out before the, actually the harvest comes. And then actually that harvest season where we're just receiving and we're reaping all the things of the spiritual work that we've put in. You know, the, the works of faith that we've actually put in. There's all those seasons. So no matter your age right now, today, I wanted to tell you that you are in a season of life. You know, I mean, you might be a season of your life in your family where God actually has you to be prepared, you know, for what actually is happening in the future. You might be in a season of life where you're raising your kids today, where you're sowing seed into them so they can actually be where actually God designs them to be. You could actually be in a season of life where you are helping that child to graduate. Now you're actually moving to a new season where you could be an empty nester. There's so many different seasons that God actually has for us, but discern and understand the season that actually God has for you. And I wanted us to to be reminded of this one thing as I read verse 25. It says, whoever loves his life loses it. And whoever hates his life in this world will actually keep it for eternal life. What does that mean? It means that you and I have to understand in order to get to the next season, we've got to give something up in order to recognize that God is actually ready to do something new. You've got to be bold enough and willing enough and have enough faith to be able to say, I know that if I can actually hear what God is saying, that he's always true. And because he's true, I am willing to actually stop what I'm doing today and actually go to that next season. You know, specifically, I want to make it plain. He says, every seed that actually falls to the earth must die. It must die. You know, meaning that every season that you have in life eventually must die. You think about winter, you know, winter has to eventually say, you know, it's my, it's time's up. And it's time's up. I've got to pass away so that spring can actually come in. Spring has to say, say, say the same thing. You know, I was cultivating an environment where the trees could actually come up with where the fire, flowers could bloom. But now my season is over. I've got to give way to the summer. And then the summer comes in and we have our summer parties and we we have our summer vacations. But summer eventually has to be able to say when when the fall arrives that my season is up as well. I've got to actually give up that season to actually go forward. And I want to remind us today as you're hearing this message that God is saying to you as well, that is a time where you actually got to give up what you were doing in the past to actually move forward to the future. And today just might be that season for you where you've actually done things consistently over and over and over again, where God is now saying, you got to let that go so that you can actually go to the next season. Because Jesus Christ did the same exact thing. He did the same exact thing. He recognized that I could stay here over and over and over again, and I could actually do great miracles. I could actually do great signs. I could actually teach the crowd that I'm with right now. Even though that was good stuff, he said that it's needful that I may go so that you can actually receive something better. You know, and that something better was eternal life for us. So he said, I've got to take my next season of life. I've actually got to go into this grave. I've actually got to be stretched out on this cross. I've actually got to be risen from the dead. I've actually have to have people teach my word and share my word that you can believe in me because a new season is coming in my life just as it's coming in your life. And if it wasn't If he didn't able to see that new season, we wouldn't have the eternal life that we actually have today.
And I want us to think about that in our own lives, you know, just how significant it is moving into those next seasons just by thinking about Jesus Christ, just by thinking about we can glorify just the discernment that he had to say, now it's time for something new. Today, we actually have to say the same thing. It's now actually time for something new. It's actually time for us actually to move into that next season so that we can actually receive what God actually has for us. As I think about, uh, you know, what this means, I remember, you know, five years ago when I actually graduated from uh, my uh, master of theology degree. And I remember graduating at that time, you know, I had great dreams and great visions and great plans that I think that God had actually placed in my heart. But I know one thing is that I would have been foolish if I would have thought that I was going to be at my pinnacle, at my peak on day one. Instead, I knew that God actually had a season called graduation for me. And season meant that I was supposed to celebrate. I was supposed to uh, bask in the accomplishment. But then after that day left, it was actually time for me to recognize it was time to start over again. You know, it was time to actually build in prayer. It was time to actually build through works of faith, the things that God actually desired me to do. And so that meant moving to that new city called Houston. It meant um, building new relationships with people that I've never built relationships with before. It meant getting into my prayer closet so I can hear God discern and tell me exactly what was necessary in my life. And then it becomes the works of faith where God begins to tell me exactly what to do and actually build relationships with people till we get this opportunity where God says, now it's a new season. Well, today it is that new season for us to be able to proclaim boldly the word of God where God actually desires it to go. And I'm excited to share this message with you because it will be shared with others because you've actually heard it, received it, believed it, and began to live that out in your life. And so go out, receive this new season that God actually has for you.